I saw a few people come on live, uh, but our data went down or it was poor internet. So I hope it's just come back online and everything's working okay. Uh, but anyway, um, I'll get started again. So don't worry about the last one. I, I just deleted that and, and started all over. So first of all, uh, Michelle, you've got a question about how to introduce a rug to a six-year-old that hasn't had one before. He, uh, she is broken in. So rugs, I've, I've seen some really, really scary things happen with rugs um, where, you know, you think the horse is going okay and then all of a sudden they just kind of get a run up um, and, and, you know, panic thinking what's this thing on me and, and run through fences and things like that. And it, it's kind of scary to watch when you see a horse rug bolt, but, um, if you introduce the, the, there's ways you can go about introducing it now, you know, like there's times that I've made the mistake of putting a rug on a horse, um, and they've kind of got a run up in the, even in a safe yard or a round yard and, um, and at the time it sort of happened, I sort of had a wish I maybe had a holder on the horse or something to help it come round. So I'll just go through a few things with you just to, just to help. Um, something that, that you should do a lot of if, if you're getting horses used to scary things is get, getting them to, to move and understand that that thing's not going to hurt them. So you can start with a, a sort of a long flag where you know to get a lunging stick and, and you can put a sort of a, a sort of big piece of plastic on it or something but if you can get your horse confident following a piece of plastic and things like that and it's fine then then maybe what you could think about doing is getting your horse to sort of gently circle around you and and just rubbing it with the flag so um and 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 if there's some areas that the horse is kind of not sure about and it wants to sort of move away you can get that big flag and, you know, just take it off the horse, but bring the horse back towards you as if uh, you're more centered, as in you're, you've got a stronger gravity than the horse or the flag's got a stronger gravity than the horse. So instead of kind of what's easy to do is kind of follow the horse with the flag and just keep rubbing it while it runs away, uh, I would kind of step back and draw the horse back and bring it back so it touches the flag again. So if it got a bit bothered, it can escape a little bit from the flag but then you bring, the, bring it back to the flag and you can rub it all over with the flag, not, not necessarily standing. Well, yeah, you, you want to be able to do it standing still, but you want to be able to do it when the horse is moving. So the horse has got to move around freely and be able to rub it all over. All the spots that you think a rug would go and, and flap and things like that. So that's, that's one way you can sort of get it in there and, and it's not attached to the the horse so the horse can escape a little and just get used to it it's not going to hurt it um and then the next thing i'd probably do is i get a big rug in my hand like just a you know one of the a rug that's easy to sort of throw around a bit i'd, I'd always start with a light rug instead of a really heavy rug that's difficult to deal with so i'd just start with a light cotton rug um get the rug in my hand just treat it as if you know it, it, it's just just part of me and and just get the horse to follow me sniff on the flag and then I'd, I'd get the horse to walk and when it's interested I'd just let it touch the, touch the rug and then whilst it's walking I'd start to let it walk past the rug so I could hold the rug out and the horse could walk past so I, I'd take it with one hand lead the horse through and the rug's just here and I just gently walk that horse past the rug and I can rub it all over until until I get to a stage that I can walk the horse around me and rub it all over 
with the rug as if it's just, you know, you're just washing it with a sponge while it's walking. So, so I'm a big believer on getting a horse to move while it's learning stuff. Um, obviously, there's, there, you know, some horses, you've got to let them first touch something when they're standing still and then you get them to move. But I, I spend a lot of time getting my horses to move and understand things. So, so I'd be moving the horse and, and then rubbing it with the rug all over. Um, the next thing I'd probably think about, the, the, the other thing that really bothers horses are the, uh, the leg straps. Um, so if you really wanted to be careful with it, I, I'd introduce a leg strap through a long, safe, soft rope. Uh, so, so the horse has got to be handled well enough that you can handle it everywhere with your hands. So you can go all the way down, down its back legs, over its hocks, up, up, up under the, you know, up, up around the stifle, up, up into the flank, you know, down over the hip. All, all that's got to be well handled. If your horse is not well handled there and, and touchy there, then that could be just a, a thing that can trigger the horse into a bit of a panic. And as I say, most people kind of, you know, have rugs on their horses and take it for granted. But if you've, if you've trained a few really tough, nervous horses, then rugging, you know, and then you've seen the worst of it when a horse really runs with a rug and, and panics, it's not a nice sight to see. So, so I, I think it's much better to sort of, you know, especially a nervous horse, getting it right. So um, I would, you could put a, a long lead rope around your horse's leg, obviously one without a clip or anything, and just start to take it up the horse's leg. So you've got, you know, each, each end of the lead rope in each hand. So if the horse was to kick or fight, if anything went wrong, you could let go of one end and, and the horse is free from it. But that's going to really show you when you bring that horse, that right up the horse's leg, especially its back legs, when you've got that lead and you can rub it right up to the flank and, you know, just work your way up like that. Uh, and get your horse used to that. And then once your horse is kind of used to that, you can kind of put those two ends in one hand and get your horse to walk while you kind of play with that lead rope and, and, and just gently, um, you know, puts, puts, uh, applies a certain amount of uh, ten, uh, uh, pressure on the leg um, and feel on the leg. So, so then if the horse was to really panic, you could go, okay, well, I can let this go and go back again and, and get it used to it. Um, but, but, you you not got something on the horse's leg that it, it, it completely pan, panics and kicks out and so so I, I just do a lot of that before a rug and then if you've done that all in hand um, if anything went wrong and the horse really kicked out or panicked while you're using the rope running you can you can sort of draw your horse around reset it stop it start again uh, so I'd make I'd make a bit of a reset button on the horse and. I would tend to sort of once you've rugged, once you go to rugging and after you've done all that and you put the rug on um, and you put the leg straps on, I would tend to have enough of a stop on the horse that you can stop its feet and and, and just stop it and reset it and, and get it th to think towards you. Um, because if you show them that they can stop and not have to keep running away, then maybe they go, oh, I'll stop. So, so I would tend to put a rug on in a, in a safe yard, like a round yard or something, and I'd have, I have the horse connected with a lead rope that's long enough that I can sort of let it go to the fence, but also I can um, draw the horse around when it needs So instead of just putting it on, letting it run around wild, it, you, you, you'd sort of reset it and let it, let it think. Um, so if the horse got a little too panicked and you thought it was starting to kick out a little or
if I can stay. Sorry about the connection, everybody. We've just got a bad wireless tonight. So I'll just see if it just reboots again before I ask the next question. And I'll just check my <coughs> phone to make sure <coughs> my phone seems to be okay. So I'll wait there. Can everyone still see me or is it just my end? Can someone give me a few thumbs up just to make sure it's still working? As you go, guys, now I live in a country area and sometimes it goes pear-shaped. Oh, here we go, back on. Good day. Sorry about that. Um, any complaints can go straight to uh, Telstra and NBN and all those guys. Um, Megan, I've, you've got a new horse, Megan. Nice to see. I see you there. So, uh, oh, yeah, you can see. Good on you. Thanks, Megan. Um, so, I won't go through the whole question, but, but what it looks like, you've got a fairly strong uh, Clyde mare. That, that, that's had some eye surgery and, and uh, you've, you've got her in and, and, and you're working her, but she's, she's got a strong separation from, from Milo and, and the other horses and she's a strong mare, but she's a nice mare. She's not just um, a mare that's kind of uh, just... Yeah, she just gets a little anxious, but she's not She's not a sort of a, yeah. Okay, so so what I see here, Megan, you've tried the flag to reset her and, 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 and you're not so confident with such a big horse that because the flag worries her so much that, and, and that's what will happen. And, and, and there's an art in it when you've got a horse that's, that you can't sort of reset. Um, so when you use the flag, if you, if you do use it, I'll just, for, for, for you and every, anyone else, uh, when it comes to sort of using a flag on a horse that's kind of big, the whole idea is is the flag will scare them. Um, so if you do go to using the flag, and have a yard, so so you know if the horse got away, it could be a bit of a problem. So so you do have to be careful. Um, um, if you if you decide to go back to it, I'll give you some other ideas, but for anyone else or anything, when you when especially for nervous horses, uh that, that they'll get a real bother up with the flag, it's gotta be done and dusted, as in lightning, it's gotta be a bang gone. And um so you can have the flag like close to your leg or just hidden. And, and 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 when she gets a little loss there, you can just quickly pop it as quick as you can, and and the flag disappears just like lightning. So, and then she'll kind of run a little bit, and if you can sort of set on that rope and re-steer her back. Um, but if you're kind of noisy with the flag and using it too much and stuff like that, she just may get fried and keep pulling away, and you'll have. I don't know how you did use the flag, but basically when the thoughts leave, if you could just pop it like lightning. 
and see what happens. Um, I know the internet's just gone again, so I'll just hopefully back up again. If it doesn't and you guys have lost it, can you just let me know? So yeah, if it, can that, you know, all good. But if, if, if you think it's too much for you and her to use the flag, but you, you do have to do something to de-distract de her. Um, without going a really long road, but sometimes just distracting her and resetting her will, will, will help. So the other thing you can do is just be... So if she starts to, before it gets too much of a heavy thought, if she starts to kind of get a little lost there, you just uh, say, kind of half near Milo, so she's not got a big bother up. So for instance, you might leave Milo in the yard and you might be out five metres away from that yard and then as soon as soon as you see, see her thoughts start to kind of leave and, and, and before it gets, so, so you kind of do it in increments as if you're riding a horse away from, uh, away from the yards out on a trail ride and, and they suffer. You, you can sort of walk away from Milo, but as soon as she starts to get a little bother uh, and starts to, to her, her thoughts start to distract, then you'll stop right there see them go and you kind of just step away from her, pick up a feel, draw the thoughts to you. And when they go again, step away, draw the thoughts to you and, and, and keep doing that and, and until she kind of realises that you, you're catching those thoughts and you're aware of where she's thinking and, and you can... If you can do that, then um, she'll... Okay, I see your your bit there. Hard to set on the rope. She's so strong. So this next part might might be. So yeah, so, um, so you've got her still close, but you you kind of taken away to where she just starts to get change up, and then and just do a good job of resetting her by just stepping away, and you can be the tree when she's looking at you, just grow into the ground, just so they'll be there. For what happens if she goes away again? Step away away from a thought, so kind of in the opposite direction of a thought. So if she goes that way, you, you go that way. Feel reset, or even if you have to firm up a little and get her to reset, and then, okay, here I am, and see what happens. And then, and then when she can sort of settle, wait till she kind of comes down a little and relaxes, but she's got to kind of breathe on you. So like I, 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 I she comes up and reaches out and says, well, is this option okay? So it's, it's you know, distracting horses just one thing, but offering them an alternative is the most important. So, you know, we can be good at popping a flag, we can be good, be good at distracting our horse, distracting them in any way, but it's offering the alternative that they need, which is a better feeling. And, you know, that might come with a release of tension for her. So uh, you might have to just, on that reset close to Milo until she, she, she centers and feels okay. And then you'll find you'll take it further. And I've worked on that principle um, on various horses that suffer from a separation anxiety or a connection disability, and whether it be with a flag or something like that, but I've, I've 
putting them away in increments and you know if i'm so far away where it's too hard they're too pushy and big so they get too anxious but you kind of just show them the reset a good feeling and then soon you'll be sort of 50 meters away 100 meters away and soon you'll be able to take it further because she'll actually reconnect with you a little more so i'd probably suggest trying that uh, without going into long detail of all these other things, you know, but I think that might be another way to go about it. It's just just like taking a horse out on a ride when it's, when it's a little disconnected. So, um, so anyway, yeah, I, I hope that, that helps you out, Megan. Um, yeah, I mean, you don't have a round yard like... Mm, but that'll also help when you ride her too, Megan, because when you ride her out, when you start riding her more and take her out, um, I would, you know, work on the same thing. So here I am, you know, ride her out a little, here I am, here I am. So I hope that helps, Megan. Um, and I hope you can still see me. Um, I might just send a message to Jenny to see if she can see me too. Jenny? Can you see me on live or? It just says it's not connecting, but. Oh, there you go. Now it must be still working. Okay, I think next question, Claire. Woody. Buckskin. I've worked with the Claire in uh, yeah in in um, Western Australia, Sunning Hill. Um, at trot on a circle, he drops his shoulder in, cuts the corner. I feel like this is connected to his thoughts, drawing him back to the gate where his buddy is, as it is often most commonly, which which is always what happens. Uh, I have been working on this draw to the gate as I mix up circles work and letting him go in that direction, then put a bend on him and ask him to relax in a new direction and is improving every ride. But I just wanted to say something else I could, I could try. So, uh, Claire, on that, on that subject, like, you, you know, it's a, I say to everybody, before you've got to get out and do what you want to do on the horse, like the circles, the figure of eights, or anything like that, I, I, I do say ride out there and donate a certain part of the ride to yourself, uh, to, to your horse, I mean. So you sit on your horse and you'll allow your horse to leak and you can put little um, like closed doors there or things like that. So instead of saying, I want to go here, here and here, make your horse stay under you you let your horse go back to where it wants to go and to stop it but it's just a a new direction where you pick up a feel on the horse uh that's clear enough to 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 to, to make a new direction and and that 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 bend or that 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 turn should make the horse have a mental reset as in that door's closed, this door's open, okay? 
So you can spend a fair bit of time, a little bit of time doing that. And so the horse starts to go, well, that didn't work, that didn't work. Any, any ideas? And then you can start riding your horse. But there's still times there that, you know, that you'll you sort of horse will get a draw back to the gate and you'll be on a circle or doing something. But one thing I will say is don't get hooked on circles, okay? Just remember, for most horses, especially ones that are still leaky, a circle's not a circle, you're not riding a circle, you're riding a series of corners and straight lines. So think of it like that. So something I would do possibly before I get on the circle or before I think circle or anything like that is, is I might do a circle that might be out a bit, in a bit, 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 and, and, and get that horse thinking a little and get it sort of, so if, if you've already done kind of, you're allowed to go the gate a bit, the strong pullers out of it, it just every now and again goes, yeah, my eyes are over there, there's that gate over there, and I know that's the way. And, and, and you know, the horse is a lot better than it was and it's, it's more connected with you. Um, you start to be a little creative and, and, and get the horse trying to sort of search a little and trying to search for centre. So centre's like, centre's that bit when you go, there it is, and you kind of breathe out and you say, right, and the horse feels that and it goes, centre, I like that centre. It's like that path of least resistance. So, so sometimes when you're out there and you, and you want to do a circle, it's easy to just get on the circle and think, oh, okay, and, and end up holding your horse up. So instead of holding your horse up, you might just go around that circle, as I said, out a bit, in a bit, out a bit, in a bit, out a bit, centre, in a bit, centre, out a bit, centre, in a bit, centre. And, and, um, and you use the outside rein to go out and use the inside rein. It doesn't matter if the horse bends out and looks out to go out and in. It's just, it's just a, a directional thing, in a bit, out a bit. And then after a while, you'll go centre, in a bit, centre, out a bit, centre. And, and what you'll start to feel is your horse is going, centre and you'll offer centre a little longer and the horse will float centre and not 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 be left or right so it's almost like the horse gets a little lost but then it wants to find that centre uh, and then it might distract the horse off the gate a little uh, and then then and then when it finds that centre it goes really good and then you can start to float the rein and what I mean by float the rein is you pick that inside rein up and, and you put a bit of feel through it and the horse just floats with it doesn't fall in doesn't fall out does just just doesn't brace it just floats with it. And and if you found that your horse was still kind of falling in, you can go back out a bit and back in a bit and back out a bit and then centre and then float the rein a little and then the horse go, I might, I might float with that rein instead of getting a little lost. So so that, that in a bit, out a bit kind of gets your horse a little lost and then it tries to hunt that centre. So that's something you can kind of try on the circle. Uh, the other thing, um, depending on where your horse is at with that inside rein, is is when you're coming up to the corner where the horse leaks as in it starts to want to fall in so instead of doing it when it falls in doing it before it falls in so after you the first turn or the first couple of circles you know exactly where that horse is going to go right there's my eyes on that spot i'm going to drop in you might be able to take that inside rein up and take the shoulders out so you get that horse to bend into the inside a little, push your rein up and across. Uh, so you take those shoulders out, so it's an indirect rein, not for the hindquarter, but one that takes those shoulders out to the right. Uh, so if you're turning left, you'd be, you'd be taking the shoulders out to the right. So when the horse gets 
before the spot that it leaks or falls in, you might just take those shoulders out and the horse will go, oh, I'm going out, right, you've just distracted me there and you've asked me to do something and it'll take the shoulders out and then you just let the rein float and let the horse come back around again. So you kind of distract it by doing something uh, and doing something that kind of is the opposite of what it was going to do, which was it was going to fall in, but you just took it out for a little while until it started thinking about moving out and then you just said, now reset and just go back around the corner again. So that's something else you could try on that corner. But yeah, try those couple of things and see how you go. They're, they're, they're the things I'd probably use a little bit on it. But if your horse is not up to scratch in the sense of, taking that inside rein out, uh, what, you know, going out with the inside rein, you probably find you're going to have to push it out with your leg and that, if your horse is a bit bothered, that, that could cause more energy and things like that. So, um, but yeah, I, I hope that that works for you. Um, I, I, I really do. I, I, think, I think those things might give you a bit of, bit of help. Thanks for the question, Claire. It's a, it's a good one and something everyone always struggles with is, you know, they, you think you've got your horse centered, there's times there where they, they'll, they'll drift out and it's, it, you know, it's not, not as simple as just taking it to the gate, doing a, you know, getting it to connect and make, you know, or, or trying these things and then the horse is just going to stay with you forever. Um, there's always times where they're going to leak out. Karen, you've got a nippy old mini colt. <laughs> cool, minis. Um, is a 14 month old mini colt. Sorry, I thought you said 14. 14 month old mini colt. Well, how do I stop a 14 month old mini colt from being bitey but without terrifying? I take a lunge whip with me at feed time now, just as an extension of my arm, so that I can tap on him on the bottom to move him out of the way or swish it if need to be as he can try to bite to get food. He does not get treats, he's just, he just likes. Uh, he will be gilded as soon as he's able to. Uh, would the foal handling videos be appropriate to work through? Uh, on this particular one, I wouldn't say the foal handling videos because the, the foal that I use is not too, too pushy. Um, there's, there's, a, there's a video connecting with a disconnected mare. Um, it's the one with a little coloured horse that I'm in the round yard with. Um, oh, good, I'm glad you can see me. We need an update on Duchess. Uh, so it's, it's, it's one where I kind of pop the flag to get the horse focused towards me, but then I could also use it to make my spot a little more important. So um, if you're going to take a lunge whipping out, I'd probably take a flag, just a, just a, a plastic, you know, I'd just get a bit of a, a heavier type of plastic and you can make a little, little triangle and you can cut a few pieces in the triangle to make it have a bit of flap to it. Put that on the end of a dressage stick or something like that. And when, when the mini cult comes out, you own the food, okay? It's your food. It's as you got to treat that food as if you're the horse that's going to eat it. It's it's not his until you step away from it and allow him to have it. Or you know, so in body language terms, there are some horses when there's two horses eating, um, 
Oh, there's no, there's sorry, one, there's, there's, there's hay being put out and there's two horses that want to eat um, and you only have one biscuit of hay. I guess the dominant horse would come in and say, I'm going to take that and no, it's not yours. And they'll do their dominant things, you know, whether it be kind of an ear, ear look, you know, a, a turn around and a kick out or a, whatever it is, but they'll, they'll do their thing that says, this is my hay. And then... But not all the times, you see some horses that they, they'll own that food right till it's gone, won't, won't let another horse come in. But there are some times that the dominant one will come in and start munching on it, and then there's another horse that will come in and kind of play their cards right, and they'll do their little begging, but it's kind of like they, they say, oh, you don't mind if I come up. And they break down the horse's bubble very slowly, and then they're eating together, okay? Um, I wouldn't sort of say do that one either, but what I'm saying is the dominant horse comes in and owns. So you've got to be that one that comes in and say, I own this food. It's not your food. Just because I give it to you doesn't mean that it's yours while I've got it. When I give it to you and I step away from that food, that's the time that I say you're allowed to have it. Okay. So, I would have a flag because the flag might be because because he's probably been used to different things and he's you know he's just pushing on people and you know maybe getting aggressive on him he might be too aggressive for you so you don't want to be the alpha horse that turns around and tries to kick him but if you've got that flag you could just have that flag in your hand and it's walk in the yard with him and as soon as his thoughts go towards that feed and goes I'm going to push you away I just bang that flag really hard and you go, whoa, geez, what was that? And, and then you just stand there really quietly and it's only just to change his thought because you own the food and, and his thoughts are going to go towards that food again and if it looks like he's going towards that food and he's, and he's going, oh, I'm going to push you away from that food, that's mine, then I bang the flag again and say, change that thought. And I just stand with the food, calm as a cucumber. And hey, if you want to pretend you eat it, I don't care, like whatever you want, but just stand there with it. And you own the food. It's your food. You haven't given it to him yet. And you have to have a way of saying, it's yours now. And then he'll know and he'll understand. While you've got the food, you could be eating it, you could be standing with it. But it's your food. Then he's allowed to come in and have food when you've said it's okay. So you might say, when I step away from that food, you can have it and you give them like a signal like it you know you're stepping away could be a signal but basically yeah, while you have it as soon as your thoughts go to that food and to you to push it away push you away then i'd say reset change your thought try again and uh just like a horse would and soon enough you'll know that well i know i'm going to get fed but it's when she allows me to she says it's not not her food anymore i'll come in and eat and he's got to respect I uh, respect that. And it'd just be the same if it was another horse. Exactly the same. I hope that make make makes sense. Uh, and I've got yeah, where we get here, Karen. I, thanks that I, I um Amanda. Now Amanda <laughs> I'll answer I can answer your phone. Uh, uh, re going forward off the leg, and we know that Rusi loves the leg. Uh, 
Um, how, when do you decide between these two options? Waiting for the horse's thoughts to go forward so you get a positive response with legs or demanding a forward response when stuck in the mud, so to speak. Oh, geez, you just have to ask a hard question, don't you? Um, so I would, in most cases, Amanda, I'd like, I would like the horse to go forward with its thoughts first. So in the early stages, as you're probably aware, I'll say, you know, you know, add a bit of impulsion and then the horse kind of tries something. And, and sometimes it's just a thought where it reaches a little and you can feel it and then you release. But sometimes the, the mere legs alone, as you know, with Rusi, she, they, they, they kind of make them suck back and go, no, I'm not going to go forward. And asking this question for Rusi or all horses, but I'll, I'll answer as an all horse question. It is important to acknowledge when the thoughts it's just a lean or anything like that. But in, in some horses, going backwards might be their impulsion. So, and the horse started going backwards, I wouldn't keep kicking while the horse went backwards. And now the horse didn't go forwards, it still moved its feet, so I'd reward it for that. But with your horse, Amanda, between forwards and backwards, and she's at a stage that she knows that when we ask for forwards, to go forwards. And when she stops, positive is interesting. Um, there's times with horses that you have to hold on and stick to something. So, so, so you have to kind of stick in there and but I'm going to hang in there with my legs until you go forward because if it's a horse for instance that's forward it knows how to do it it, it just says oh, the legs irritate me I'm going to suck I'm going to I'm going to you know then you've got to hang in there a bit and say I want the feet to go forward because the feet moving forward will end up getting right way so if you let the horse go if the feet go you reward and your feet go again or you reward thought to go well you want me to go forward i'll move my feet and then if you leave it alone long enough and every time the horse stops you ask again then the thoughts will go forward. i'm going to keep working forward and to do it i'm going to have to commit to it because you're not going to hold me down so yeah, there's times there where you hang in with your legs until the horse physically moves forward. Um, and especially if it's, if it's Rusi you're talking about. But if it's, if it's just the case of any horse, in the learning stages, I would like the horses to think for, even if they, you know, you might go, you might be, they might be sitting there and you'll be going like this and then all of a sudden you'll get a thought release and go, um and and you'll feel that by them thinking in a new direction and that could be in the difference between them sucking back with their ears and sort of sucking try something else and you can reward that so yeah you definitely reward a a, a try in the right direction 
Um, but yeah, other times you you might have to hang in there when you know until until the whole body moves. I don't know if I answered. <laughs> Sometimes it's very hard. I, I really enjoy these these talks and and answering questions, but. Sometimes I sometimes wish I had the horse in front of me, or you know, so I could really help people quite individually on that moment. But um, it helps, and yeah, thanks everyone for your questions and thanks for coming on board. Uh, I'll just double check, make sure there's not any questions that have come through. Okay, so thanks for coming on. Okay, everyone, thanks very much. And I'll see you in a fortnight. I'm standing in Victoria. I'll be at how long at, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, at oh, mental block. Anyway, at, at how long for the four day clinic? Thanks very much. Bye.